Hello, and welcome back to the Hill and Valley. This is Nick Roby, and we're joined by our good friend, Mr. Will Rabin. Will, how are you doing? Uh, tell me, shoot me straight. How are you feeling after last week? Um, Nick, first of all, it's great to be back on the show, man. Um, regardless of where we are, it is good to talk about Clemson football uh, with, with friendly company. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there's no judgment. It's judgment-free zone, and we can we can you know lay out our feelings and talk about you know where we are as far as um, where we think our our program is, the state of our program. Yeah. Um, I would say it's a mixture of uh, some depression, anger, and um, humility all all in there. Just like because we had expectations. Um, you know, we were expected to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we obviously had pre preseason implications to, to win some things. I think there's still some, some of those possibilities are still in front of us. Like, like we can still win the ACC. Um, it's not looking good. Um, but I think, you know, if you're a Clemson fan out there and you've been one for say the last 20 years as a snapshot, like, we've climbed out of some holes and, uh, and still, still done some, um, some good things. So, um, obviously disappointed, <laughs> uh, disappointed from, uh, our last game with, with NC state. Um, uh, to be honest, I don't think we deserve to win, but, um, but we definitely had a chance to win. And so you look at it that way, you know, uh, if you have a chance, I, I feel like make it happen. Right. I mean, I feel like we were given a gift with that missed field goal. And then I really felt confident going into overtime saying, Hey, at least we don't have to go the length of the field to score. We just got to go 25 yards, which. Yeah. And, um, and if you can stop them on defense then you're like, okay, you know what yeah. you're working with. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've seen evidence that our defense can hold. And yeah. our, our offense can go about 25 yards at this point. So, um, go for a field goal. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, disappointed, uh, you know, I, I really was, um, it, it was a disappointing feeling, uh, walking away from Saturday night. Um, mm-hmm. so I think we have a lot to work on. Um, not everything can be fixed in a week. And so, I think going into BC an undefeated confident BC, um, I, I have some questions. I, I'm a little nervous to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. I still, I still, I still want to be successful this season and I want, I want it for those guys and I want it for the coaching staff. Um, I still believe that they are, are gifted, they're talented and, um, they just, they're, they're hurting right now. So, um, yeah. they just got to figure out some things. Um, I would really like to see, uh, better discipline out of our team. Um, I think it was some, it was on the broadcast, um, and they were counting the penalties from both teams, um, total. And I forget the total, but it was something crazy. It was like, like 15, 24. It was like yeah, 24 like almost 15 yeah. by halftime and yeah, 24 total. Yeah. That's ridiculous, man. And, and they even um, missed the face mask on DJ in overtime. Yep. 
yeah, I, I remember that one. And there were some ghost holding calls and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go through like, Oh, the, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause when you put it in, in the hands of the ref, like just things happen that you don't want to happen. Um, yeah. And they were calling it fair both ways, but you just know, like we were, there were plenty of times where it was, that was, we were offsides and that like, you have yeah. to call it. Yeah. So I, I'd like to see us be more disciplined uh, against BC. And I think it, it's kind of out of character to see us play that way. Just, you know, I, mm-hmm. uh, as a viewer, I'm just not used to seeing Dabo Sweeney coach teams have that many penalties, uh, especially week four. You know, um, I understand yeah. coming out of camp and a new team, fresh new team, um, young team and trying to, you know, work together. Um, I understand that, but you know, we can't be doing that and expect to win. Um, because when it comes down to it and and it's a one score game, I mean, it's a matter of one or two plays. And if you extend a drive, it's over for you. Um, and so, yeah, just, that was probably the biggest thing that I'd like that I was disappointed in because we just didn't put ourselves in a good spot with all those penalties. Um, we hurt ourselves in a lot of ways. That's something I'd like to see us improve on. Um, and I think can actually be improved on in a week. The rest of the things I think it's, it's going to take longer than a week to, um, to fix or mend uh, the brokenness uh, within, within our team right now. Um, especially injuries, those, those can't be fixed in a week for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, yeah, there's a lot. And and I think that's the, that's the thing with this is that it's not one easy fix, but there are things that are fixable and it's not all doom and gloom. I mean, like just a few years ago, like since we were in college, like we started off two and three or you have some setbacks, like this isn't uncommon. We just had gotten to this point you know, a peak of football where you just kind of have a lot going on. And this is a year where things are starting to come to fruition. And maybe looking back, you know, I did, you know, pick Clemson to win the whole thing just because I thought I saw so many things that were there and obviously I've just not panned, you know, and that's okay. Um, and wanting belief in your team, but I think a lot of credit goes to NC state. Like we talked about this, you know, a few days ago, like if you were listening, a lot of credit to NC State. Um, honestly, surprised they let it be that close when you look at the stats. I mean, if you're really yeah. being honest, like they should have won by a couple scores. But you have a chance to win. You don't do it. Congrats to them. I mean, they're in the driver's seat. I'm looking at this. And they have some – I mean, they have some tough – you know, they're still – it's in the possibility, but it's not really in your hands anymore. They have to go to Boston College. They host Louisville. Florida State, who knows what they're doing right now. Um the wake, the NC State wake, and then when we play wake, those games are huge now. So, and then you have North Carolina, and that's always a toss-up game for them. So, you don't know, but I mean, it's really like it's coach speak to say that they're gonna like we take it week by week, and it's like you do, yeah. but like you know who's next, and it really is week by week. It's like okay, who's playing, who's going, and it's um, been a while since we've been here. I mean, we yeah. haven't been in in this spot in the season especially as far as like not being able to control our own destiny and uh yeah we 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 still we still can do the best we can and win every week 
and play it week by week because we really have to. Um, oh, but yeah. like you said, I mean, there's a couple teams that that, that kind of have to help us out, and and they do. There will be a crossroad, and because because naturally there will be one uh, due to them playing each other. So NC State and Wake Forest have to play each other, and then we have to play Wake. So um, we have a chance. There, there's absolutely a chance where mm-hmm. where we can get back into the conversation for sure. Yeah, and, and that falls um, on staff. I mean, they have to stay motivated. Like we can't we can't lay down. Oh no. I mean, this, this season is like one of the most unpredictable I've seen in a while, like big picture wise. I mean, even Alabama, who's like number one, um, even they like have things they need to work on. And it's not like this crazy, like Florida played them super close. And that's, what's fun about college football is like, you, you think, you know, all these things going into it and it's wide open this year and teams are, it does feel like we're in this little bit of a, a transition year where maybe defenses are starting to catch back up a little bit. and trying some new things so or just all that transition i will say though as a caveat sec fans and georgia fans we see you you won 10 to 3 and you scored three points on offense like you won congratulations calm down slow 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 your roll slow your roll slow your roll slow your roll and other sec fans we also see you slow your roll so, just putting that out there. Been hearing some more chirping in the area. You, you are heard. Down in Columbia, they uh, they're starting to get a little louder down there. Yeah, I've heard some Georgia fans. Like mm-hmm. we hear you. It's okay. You scored three points on offense too. So, yep. I mean, and then you played Vandy, and with all due respect, like Vandy's, we anyone can play Vandy. Like. Let's slow your roll. Like it's not like this gauntlet schedule right now. So Vandy, Vandy Fields, walk-ons, and people out of the stands. Like, come on. Yeah. So I mean, they're a great, they're a great institution, but football-wise, it's it's not on the same level. So yeah. All all that being said, like just joking around, but there's I mean, there's a lot of talk when when you're on when you're on the top for a while, and then you're a program that like has seen some decline. People are excited to see that but i think like it's really premature to say like dynasty's over or like all oh, those other things it's like it's like it's it's two losses like let's let's calm down um but going into this in this boston college game like there's obviously a lot we want to improve on and, and you're saying like discipline is a huge one you know obviously i think what hurts the most in this too is you lose brzee mm-hmm. for the year with the acl um, and you already have Tyler Davis out in the middle. So our two starting defensive tackles are out. Yeah. Will Shipley has the lower leg injury. He's probably out at least a month. So it's Kobe Pace. So, and that room was a little bit more um, switching some guys around, but then you have, don't have Lynn J. Dixon either. So it'll be interesting to see, but I mean, what else are you looking, like what else are you looking for like in this game like obviously, like you want to clean up the penalties and stuff, but like offensively, like what, like how how did you feel like offensively coming from the game, and then what do you yeah. what are you looking on for them to build on? Well, it's hard, man, because we come out of we come out of uh, Georgia Tech, and like I felt like I saw some life in the second half from our offense, um, and then going into NC State, you know, we score in the first quarter, and um you know, sitting back and watching, you're like, okay, 
We're doing something. Like, it looks like it looks like the offense we were expecting to see. Yeah. You know, DJ um, makes a guy miss and they make it. Yeah. It's a great throw. Yeah. Get out of the pocket. Um, use your legs a little bit. And um, and then we just stalled out the rest of the game until, you know, late in the second half. Um, it was so difficult to watch because it's like, man, what seemed to be so difficult throughout the game came so easy in our second score. Um, I don't, it's, I don't remember how many plays, I think it was like four or five and it was like 80 yards and, and in just a little bit of time. And it's just like, you're sitting back and you're like, that was just so easy. It, I watched us just, you know, cut through their defense, like nothing, like nothing ever happened. And so it was frustrating, I think, to watch us score so easily. Um, yet struggle 90% of the time. Um, so I don't know what's, what's going on, what's different. Um, I would probably speculate and say where Clemson has success on offense mm-hmm. is when DJ is using his legs. Um, mm-hmm. I think, one, it's better for the, the offensive line. I think it's better when you're scheming a defense. You keep them honest. Um, when your quarterback is moving and you just – you add an ounce of doubt in, in those play calls and that scheme um, because it's like, Hey, we can't, we can't send the house. We have to play zone. We have to drop back. Um, you, you, you force them to, to do their job and, and you check them. Um, so DJ is more successful when he runs. Um, I'm not saying that's the only thing, but I think, not only for us in being able to be successful against their defense and play calling. Um, I think it opens up our play, our play call ability. And um, I, I just think it, it helps everybody, the offensive line, our running backs, our wide outs, when he's running, he's helping everybody around him. And then more importantly, I think he's, he's helping himself mentally. Cause I think right now he's going through something mentally um, and I heard, I heard he's got a family issue and, and that's tough to go through, um, you know, at, at his age. Um, so I, I think for him mentally, it's better for him. And I've seen it, I've seen it on TV. I've seen it when I'm watching the games. Um, he's, he becomes more comfortable when he's using his legs. Mm-hmm. And, and I think his throws are crisper and more on target when he's in the game running just a little bit, having some sort of run throw balance. He looks much better, more comfortable, more in command. Um, Mm. And, and that's what I'd like to see. I think, I think in the scoring drives, the very few that we have um, to, to really analyze were successful when he's running the ball. Yeah. I mean, I think the run game is obviously, they try to save that for later in the season, but I think there's also a personality thing too. Whereas like you have Trevor who would run when he had to, and you know, right. he can be dual threat, but he's not like he wasn't seeking for it until he really had to. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you like DJ, that's a lo- he's obviously not as good of a, like, he's not like this like breakaway speed runner, but he, he just comes across as like, not the same as Taj Boyd, but like, it's almost like you start to wonder, like, does he need to get hit a little bit? 
like to just start to feel the game. Like he just, he just wants to like feel some contact, low contact yeah. PD. I really do think, I think that's, I really do believe that. Like, I think he yeah. just, he needs to feel it and then, all right, I'm good. Um, you know, a lot start. of athletes do that. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a lot of, that's a part of a lot of athletes game. You know, yeah. they, just, they need to get hit once and then, then they wake up. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, and you could tell in some of the scripted plays, like, like the offense can move and when they're having him run, like we can move the ball. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would like to see. And and I, I would like to speak to you before, you know, we get too far into this. Like, I think, you know, Robert Griffin sent out some comments. Like he, he had said that the offense looks archaic at times during the middle of the game, um, which I think it looks, it's, we had, it's been had to be simplified so far down because we're not executing yeah. like anyone. I will say like, I have not, like, I would like to see better play calling. Like, I think we could do a better job play calling, but I think it's also unfair to just like label it as play calling or just label it as offensive line play. Yeah. If they don't execute the blocks, like what, what are you supposed to do? You know? And I will say like Clemson again and again, Clemson is a running first team. Mm-hmm. Like, not having Travis Etienne, even like making some some people miss, like it just gets the offense going. And when you don't have a guy, a guy in the middle, it, like a, a slot guy, it, it you just become less dimensional. And so I think it it really handcuffs the offense. So it kind of looks simplified, and they haven't had to revamp themselves. So I, I really I, I think after the season you're going to see a lot more tinkering with the offense. But right now it's like okay, what can we run that's successful? And so I, I would, I would expect some more QB power. We're going to see screens cause that's a part of it, but I would love to see some like, okay, like five yard curl to the tight end, get five yards, first down, like second play, you know, like just throw some things in the middle, get some Will Shipley, do some like sweeps if we need to, like a little pump pass, do some, like, I, I would love to see the quicker. I think Will Sh- not Will Shipley. I'm sorry. Will Taylor, the quicker Will Taylor, I love Will Shipley, but he's out for a month. But yeah, the quicker Will Taylor can learn the offense as a receiver as well, I think he adds a dynamic piece to this. Just and just a change of pace. Um, and I and and a big thing that I know, um, Quack was talking about William Quackenbush and um, some people, Kelly Grimmick, I think was talking about this too. But the wide receiver blocking has not been as good this year, and yeah. that's something I would like to see. I know it's not as like an exciting thing, but that's like, I know I was listening, you know, on their show and Matt Connolly from Clemson sports was talking about how like the wide receiver blocking has just not been as good this year. And that's what turns like a negative two yard play to a four yard gain and then four to eight and then eight to 20. Like it's those next level plays. And that's what, in a game like this, you need some of those. And so, cause you got to keep the defense off the, like off the field for a little bit. Like when looking at time of possession, it was like 42 minutes to 18 minutes. They ran like 96 plays and Clemson ran 49. Yeah. It's, like, I mean, it's, it's, just- it's crazy. Like you say those numbers and you're like, what in the world? And it's a recipe that, I mean, if I was BC, I'd be like, all right, like, let's see if they can do it. They got a backup quarterback in there. You know, they're going to try to possess the ball yeah. and then make Clemson beat them on the run game. You know, and they love, they love the run, man. I mean, they had in the, in this last game against Missouri, I mean, the game, I think there was like five minutes on the clock when they got the ball and 
they worked all the way down the field and had it under under 30 seconds to go in the game. Mm-hmm. Punched it in, got it, got the lead. Now, I mean, Mizzou tied it up and they went to overtime. And BC ended up winning, but like, you know, they can run the they can run the ball and eat clock, mm-hmm. and they can do it on purpose. And um, so that's uh, one of those things they're going to do that a lot. And and BC BC has has been a run first offense since you know I don't know since we've been alive. I mean they 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 big time running backs come out of BC and um, yeah, and really they love to run the ball. And really, until Phil Dracovic was in there, mm-hmm. couple like the past couple of years, you know, they started throwing the ball a lot more. But they're still a run run based team, you know. I would say, or at least in recent years, before the last couple. So, I think, yeah, they can possess the ball. So I wouldn't blame them. Um, it hurts them that he's not he's not in there. Oh, like, it's like losing, yeah, I, I, losing yeah, Dracovic is, is a is a big hit to them. Yeah, I mean, I if Clemson's playing this way, I think BC becomes the team to beat. Yeah, in 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 the division. So, how are you like? How are you feeling about the Zay Flowers and um, Booth matchup on the outside, or just some of the the defense like of corners like with their wide receivers? Uh, yeah, I watched a little bit of the game, um, a little bit of the Mizzou BC game, um, and that kid can play, man. Yeah, um, and. And he is highly targeted. And so, hey, man, I honestly, I love, I love lining the best up against the best, especially on the field at the time, you know, like my guy versus your guy. Like, let's see what happens. Um, I mean, I, I love the matchup with Booth. Um, I think he can handle it. He, um, he did get exposed a little bit against, um, NC State, so he he he's got some work to do, but oh sure, um, yeah. But I, I mean, I, I, we're at home. I like I like our chances on defense uh, if we can keep them keep them off the field. But dude, I think that's going to be an exciting matchup. I think that's that's good to point out. Like those two going after it after each other, it's going to be an exciting matchup for sure. Yeah, I'd love I mean, to I see think- a takeaway. I mean, I think I think our defense. I was texting back with, you know, you guys, um, our, our friend group, and then my, my family and my brothers. And I was just like, man, we just need a takeaway. I, I'm, I'm waiting for our defense to get a takeaway. So um, this guy, he's highly targeted. Um, and Andrew Booth is a very skilled cornerback. And so mm. I, I think a lot of balls are going that way. And hopefully we can get a turnover, man. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's the way to go really um because Zay Flowers just just for the record has 18 receptions for 275 yards yeah. two touchdowns the next highest receiver is uh Williams with 9 and then they have a couple other guys with like 8 and 7 so really like Flowers is the guy and Flowers is like 5'10 and more of a quick speedy guy so i think yeah. the height matchup is not as big and obviously our defense is not always like you don't necessarily always follow like the guy, but on when they're passing the ball, it's flowers and they're going to try to run the ball. So it's, yeah, I think a turnover, a turnover would be huge. Even like to put some points on the board. I would even say like, I would love like a turnover 
I mean, turnovers are a little bit luck, but then there's a lot of skill in there too. And I would love a turnover on their side of the ball. We just get an easy, like just some easy points on the board. Yeah. You know? And, um, I think that's the, I think that's the big thing. If we can keep seeing that going and make, and that's going to be a big matchup. Like those two yeah. going at each other. If he can, yeah. if he can contain him and, and cover him up, they don't have an option and it's mm-hmm. going to force them to go a different way which could force a bad pass or force – I mean, it's you make them make a play, really, um, and maybe make them make a play they don't want to make. So, um, yeah. so that matchup is going to be key. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, and it, and it frees up the – then it frees up Venables to, like, blitz the linebackers more, and it frees right. them to, like, you can play more press coverage, and you can – like, this quarterback's had – like, he's an experienced, like, super senior, but apparently he went, like, three for 14 the last time. They play mm-hmm. Clemson. So it's like not great experience. So yeah, if he doesn't have his guy open, it gives our, our D line more time. So exactly. Yeah. So it's the recipes there. It's not all doom and gloom. However, like you better be ready to play like, like fans going into this game, like it's BC can play. And just cause they've lost their guy doesn't mean they're not gonna be ready to come. And they like, we escaped with the win last year with DJ we did. We don't think it's on. We don't think it's on their mind that they're ready to come and like ready to take advantage. And Happily can coach, and he's a defensive guy. So, I mean, yeah, it's kind of right now you know, we have we have a we have a ten week ten game winning streak right now. And I don't think if I had to speculate, I don't think BC wants to make that eleven. I don't think they're having fun losing. Oh, you're. So this is just a limb, but um. yeah. Um, so uh, they're, they're going to come in and they want to, they want to beat Clemson for sure. And right now the door is open. Yeah. What do you, um, what do you make of, uh, they're taking Tate off of the offensive line. And I think they're trying to shuffle that up a little bit. I mean, I've even hearing talk of like, they don't even, we don't even fully know who the five are going to be until like they make a call on the offensive line. I mean, what, like, what would you do with the offensive line right now? I don't know, man. Like, I, I mean, don't even know. Question, I don't but. even know if Brock horse is, is the best. I think he's probably, I guess the most experienced, but that doesn't mean the best. He's the most experienced and the oldest guy on there. Um, he's, I mean, he, he, I think he's kind of the option at center right now. I yeah. Think he's him as be, a guard. Yeah. yeah. We him as a guard, but yeah. It's he he has to be the guy. Um and I don't even know how great of a leader he is. He just likes to yell at people. Um but uh I mean Putnam he's doing okay. I, I feel like I feel like we don't have the solution. And so pulling somebody off and giving somebody else a shot or even holding out on the decision until Saturday, it could be just a coaching tactic. I have no idea. Um, but uh, maybe to get these guys motivated. But, you know, we don't have a unit right now. And um, it's really not my expertise as far as uh, – Oh, sure. Yeah. But, like, as far – from a coaching perspective, like, I get it. They need to do something. Um and so if it's pulling a guy off and saying, Hey, we need to, we need to try something else. 
Um, obviously, we need to try something else. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, let's, let's be honest. Like if you go into a season, like as a, as a, a, just a fan who's not, not super into like diagnosing the things. And unless you were an offensive lineman, you don't always like look for offensive linemen, like play when you're watching, but offensive linemen, like you tend to know some more when something's going wrong or not going as well. And that's, it's unfortunate for the position because there's a lot of good stuff that they do. And I've played it a little bit and Mm -hmm. um, you can see really good stuff, but like when Clemson's office is humming, that's not the first thing we talk about. And it's not the first thing. So it's, it's a, not as a glamorous position, but it's very glamor. It's very glaring when it's not working. And so I know those guys work hard. I mean, if I were them, I just want to play, just play mad. Like, go hit somebody like let's go like I, I would love to see like like just go let's go push let's go push the pile and be like we're gonna run the ball like we're gonna go do it and i like the fight from bach horse but it's hard when you don't see the see the results in the field you know yeah. so i i guess all i just wanted to say was like i like i think you needed to switch something up at this point but I just, I don't know what the answer is. And I think that's where you're trying to scheme around that. And I think that's the, that's the, but we haven't been a, I've heard great points too. We haven't been a team that like, we don't necessarily need like this amazing offensive line play to do well. We've been able to play around it, but the problem is like, you have to have something to work with. And I think that's where, that's, that's what we're trying to build on, you know, like we're getting yards, but you got to have some more to build on. So I was just curious to see how you're feeling on that. Cause I think it's just one of those positions you're like, I don't, I don't know if there's really an answer right now other than like, you got to keep trying stuff until something hopefully works. And eventually this offense feels like it's close to like putting together a good game. But then when you look at it, you're like, man, here we go again. So (laughs) it's, it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling to be in, you know, and, and you go in, but then it's also like makes you appreciative of, of what we've had too. Like, I mean, for me, and I can hear you on this too. Like I've also, like, I feel very confident in the coaches and then I'm like, I trust the process. And I know sometimes with these things, there's going to be some lumps you take, like not every year can be like an amazing year mm-hmm. when you have young men like this. So it just takes time for different guys. But I mean, I trust like all these coaches, you know, like I Tony Elliott's a great coach. Like I would not, I'm not worried about that. It's just, to me, it, it's, it comes down to execution and it's just like, it's just not gelling, you know, yeah, there's, there's a lack of execution. I think, I think uh, there's a, a larger um, portion of that lacking um, being done by the players rather than the coaches. Um I think, you know, we, we touched on it, just some of the play calls we maybe not agree with, but like uh, that interception in, in uh, NC state, great play call. We, we just released the ball half a second too early. Um, Cause Davis, oh, Allen, Davis Allen broke. He was, he was through and yeah. it, he was all alone. It was going to be a touchdown, an easy touchdown. And so, um, so he just, that's execution. Great play call, and that's execution that that falls. I mean, yeah. ultimately, it falls it falls to the coach's feet because coaches get fired, not players. You know, um, but but you know, they still have to go out and play. Um, 
the coaches oh, can't sure. play. So yeah, I thought that was a great play call. And I think there's play calls that are being made. Um, and it's frustrating from a fan's perspective because it's like, oh, it's the play call. But like, well, if we ran a counter and he took it 50 yards, you're going to be happy about that play. Yeah, but if we run yeah. a counter and we get one yard. You're like, oh, why would we run? Why would we run that play, man? Um, so, yeah. uh, like, apparently, uh, like, um, like the one play that Lin J took a five, one of the ones he took a five yard loss on. I'm hearing Mike Connolly say, like, if he cuts the ball inside, you know, that's like a forty yard rush, you know. But instead, he tries to bounce outside again, and that's yeah. where he loses the yards. It just, but it's like little things like that. Yeah, can make a big difference. So, like, like you said, I mean. There, I have no reason to really doubt this coaching staff. I mean, they have a full body of work and mm-hmm. a running list of credible, um, just data sets of success. And so, like, I'm able to look at at you know, 13 years of of this, you know, our head coach. But you know, several of those 13 years, it's been like a a pretty held together coaching staff mm-hmm. of the same pieces. And so um, I trust these guys. I think that I think we're going to turn around this season. It unfortunately is not the way we, we saw it going. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, like you said, it's new guys every year. And it's, I think as a fan, it's hard to really wrap your head around that. Um, but it really isn't. It's a new it's a set of new guys and it's a new unit. Like you might have same guys, but it's a new unit. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we need, we need some, some gel time. Um, they need to really yeah. gel together and yeah. it's taken longer than we thought. But uh, I think, I think there's going to be, there's going to be a pivot point um, in this season where we can, we can actually um, look to and, and see, that's where that's where Clemson in 2021 turned around. So yeah, no, I I, I think so too. It's just a matter of when that is. Um, yeah. All right. So as we're wrapping this up, just we were talking about this off air, but just talking about this, you know, Clemson's like a 15, 15 and a half point favor in the game, and the the over under for the total combined score is forty six points. Yeah. Where are you leaning on the points? Um, and then do you have a a final score prediction you wanted to throw out there? Yeah, um, I saw that, and 15 and a half, as far as the spread goes, I mean, I'm taking the under. Um, I just – I think it's going to be settled in the latter part of the fourth quarter, um, and I hope it's Clemson on top. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm going to predict we win this game, um, but not by much. Um, I think it's going to be um, – maybe a 24, 21, um, or a 21, 17. Mm-hmm. It could be like a 17, 14 game. Um, but, uh, I'm probably going to say 17 to 13. Okay. 17, 13, Clemson. 17, 13, um, Clemson wins. I think that's way too many points. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're going off of four games of, of Boston college. Um, they put up yeah. some points, but like they played nobody, but 
you know, I think Clemson's going to be able – like even with the missing pieces, um, I think Clemson's defense is going to still um, be able to, to keep us in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been the story. Um, Clemson defense has kept us in games. Yeah. That, that's been the story. So I think they do it again um, and like to see us win, <laughs> obviously. Um, but I, I think like a 17-13 game. I like it. Yeah, I think. I don't, I don't think we – our defense doesn't allow people to score very much. So I think they're going to probably – they might get one in and then kick field goals. I just see – I see Boston College kicking field goals more than scoring touchdowns. Yeah, it, it does come across that way. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to go – this might sound funny. I'm going to go 21-16. Okay. Because of like a touchdown and several field goals. Okay. Yeah. You know, it just has that kind of feel to it. Um, I think Clemson wins, but definitely not the cover. I mean, if I was betting on this, I would, you know, don't take those points. Take the under, don't take the points. But you, you never know. This could be the game that Clemson pulls it out, but the record's showing that there's, it's, I don't think it's happening. Dude, let me be week. wrong, man. <laughs> I oh, I, oh I, I would love to be wrong in the yeah. point section. Yeah, but just trying to be trying to be realistic too. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with that. Um, so hopefully, you know, we get the W, can get the week off, get some rest, and just have a reset for the year. You know, I would love that. And then we go to Syracuse, and then maybe that's another game we can just start laying some points. I would love that too. So yeah. Um, so what, what's something that you want to see, um, like as a, as an overarching, um, like takeaway from, from this game, what do you want to see coming out of this game? I think I just want to see some, like, I want to see the life and the fight that I saw like late in the game. I want to see that early. Like, I don't want this feeling of like the whole first half feels like we're getting into the rhythm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to see, I want the feel, like, the flow to be there. Like, I'm okay with mistakes. I'm okay with, like, trying to to figure things out. But but eventually, like, the flow to be there that I know can be there. And just DJ to be, I would love to see see them unleash DJ a little bit more. Um, And just, we have the receivers. Like, let's go throw some deep balls and at least try to, try a couple times, you know? Like, if we're going to keep punting, you might as well try yeah. to throw some, you know, and I think just, it's like, I, I want us to, this sounds funny, but like, sometimes it's like, I think the biggest thing is sometimes you get so worried about not losing that you don't try to win. Yeah. And I just want, I, I want this team, like, listen, like people don't believe in you right now. Like if I'm in that room, I'm like, guys, like all this talk is like that our season's over. Like we're done. Like we know what's in this room and we know how close we are to being there. And, just, I would love to see a couple explosive plays and just some life from the offense and just some some possession of the ball and just yeah. like we're, like th- we have control of the game um, and I think that will translate into points. But I think just a feel of it that feels more like how we're accustomed to. Yeah, I would. I want to feel very something similar. Like coming out of this game, I don't want to feel like we escaped. I want to feel like Clemson went out, we got fired up, we played hard mm-hmm. and 
um, you know, we kind of got our edge back. And I know that our score prediction doesn't really reflect that, but that that's, that's what I want to see. I, I want to see us get fired up, like you said, like at the whistle, at the start, and, and not, not wait a half to, to wake up. So yeah. that's, that's really what I'd like to see is Clemson kind of get our edge back and, and like get some pride. Like, Hey, what do we really have to lose? We we've, we don't have to be perfect anymore. Like, like give yourself a break. Now go out and fire up. Let's go. Um, yeah. So that, just have fun I'd with like it. Like, that. Just have fun. It's homecoming. Like enjoy the Valley, like have fun with it, man. And just go play. Yeah. I think, it's, I think there's a lot of thinking too. Yeah. Like you can see that just, there's a lot of thinking. It's just like, whatever we got to do to just helps players just go, go make plays, have fun. Yeah. Like it'll, it'll, it'll take care of itself and we'll fix the mistakes as they come. But like have fun and just do, and just doing our assignments. So yeah, I feel I feel I feel good about it, but there's there's a lot more to work on. So I mean, obviously we're still talking for this long, and and yeah, you know, it's not like we have all these great answers, but I think there's there's building things on. It's just we're not as far as maybe we'd want to be at this point in the season. So, but yeah, I feel confident we, that it's yeah, gonna absolutely. it's gonna turn itself around. And you know, guys, we're not we're not burning on our Clemson gear. Like this is this is part of life, and um. This is this is part of making making us uh, better better fans, really. But you know, a better team. Like this is part of yeah. uh, building character, and um, I, I'm excited to see how we turn this around. This this is what life's about, man. Um, how do we respond from adversity? So um, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not hanging up my Clemson gear or, or burning it or anything like that. So. Um, they're still my tigers. Um, yeah. and, that, and that stuff's expensive too. You can't. Just it is expensive. That. Yeah, <laughs> y'all people are crazy. Y'all people are yeah. crazy, man. Come on, man. Um, well, cool. Well, thanks, man, for being on. I always enjoy getting to talk to you. Get used to talk about our tigers, and hopefully, next time we talk, it's a lot. We have a lot more offensive things to talk about, and like plays to talk. Yeah, about. man, that is the dream. Um, I, I hope, I hope by next week we can, we can talk about more success than, uh, than failure. So yeah. Thanks for I having me, it. man. Go Tigers. Yeah, baby. Of course. Yeah. Go Tigers. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Remember like subscribe, give us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you're looking for. Um, we love your feedback on that. So thanks for listening. And for now we are signing off.